Holly G with the Golf Insiders for this edition of Tour Talk. He's been a busy guy. Ran into him at the PGA Merchandise Show a few weeks ago in Orlando. And it's great to have back with us Gary Van Sickle from SI.com. Hello, GVS. And we ran into each other and there were no casualties reported, so that was good. Well, um, you know, better show than probably most of us expected. And um, for uh, the PGA of America and Reed for getting it done. Well, if there was just barely enough show for a media person like me to get by, because it's everybody's got their own their own goals. I'm not really writing about fabric and apparel, unless it's something extraordinary, you know, rainwear sometimes, but. What, you, you know, the fashion icon? Come on. Yes, my my favorite color is wrinkled. <laughs> so uh, I'm not a, you know, there was a lot of apparel stuff. But, you know, there was, a, there was a lot of lithium batteries and fitness things. And the whole show was accessories. Um, so that's, I'm really interested in more in writing about actual golf equipment, not so much the accessories, but. Uh, it was it was okay. They can't do that again next year. They've got to get some big companies back, and I, I'm told they've got contracts with a couple big players, so it bodes well. But you know, we'll see. Contracts are just things written on paper that don't mean anything. But speaking of contracts, ongoing rumors and uh, different. Uh scuttlebutt about this whole super league or not so super league is as, as uh, rory called it bryson denying that he's signing with the saudis uh, what's what's your take on all this well i'm not exactly clear you know bryson's denial i'm not exactly clear on word for word what he said i don't know if he's flat out said he isn't signing or he said he hasn't signed or he denied the size of the offer. He but, denied that he said he's done playing on the PGA Tour. Right. Okay, well, well, yeah, he's going to, you know, he's still, if, even if he went, he could still get in the majors for four more years. So, I don't know. I, I think he's going to I think they're throwing so much money at him. No matter how much money you have, even if you'll never spend it, if somebody offers you twenty, thirty, fifty, a hundred million dollars, even after taxes, whatever that is, it's pretty hard. Even if you don't need it, that's pretty hard to ignore. I mean, that's just human nature. So, I, um, you know, I think Alan Shipnick put something out there on, uh, I think on Fire Pit Collective that the Saudis aren't going to announce anything, or Nor- like Norman's group isn't going to announce anything until they get twenty players signed up. And they've just about, they've got their 20, so they're going to be announcing something soon. Now, we don't know where the tournaments are. We're assuming they're going to, a lot of them be in, most of them are going to be in Europe and Asia and Australia. It's a, it's a great setup if you're an Australian player who wants to live in Australia and not have to, that flight over to the U.S. is miserable. So, you know, Adam Scott sounds like he's interested. I, you know, you, you know, you, you said it, Rory called this the, not the not super tour, and it's perfect for guys like Phil and Harrington and Adam Scott, Ian Poulter, older guys who have name recognition value, but kind of are done winning on the PGA Tour on a regular basis. 
and they'd like a nice, you know, free money at the end of their career. So uh, I would not be surprised if all those guys sign up for this. I don't think a lot of Americans are interested because, again, we don't know where the tournaments are going to be. We're assuming they're going to be in the other side of the world. Americans are not good at traveling that far or enjoy doing that or being in foreign cultures of the language, don't speak the language. They're not used to it. I, I don't. I don't think it's cut out for a lot of the Americans. I think they got a pretty good here traveling around one country by and large and making pretty good money. So other than DeChambeau, who's the big name, I mean, really, after Tiger and Phil, he's the only guy who really moves the needle. He's the show on the PGA Tour. So I wouldn't be shocked if he decided to take, take the money and run for a couple of years. Well, but we'll see. see. Yeah, but nobody knows anything, but I think I – think it sounds like maybe it is going to, something's going to happen in the you know the next week or so and uh, it's it's hard to even speculate until they they have a schedule or tournaments or where are they where are they playing what are the dates is it a team thing what's the format I mean so far it's just all been all talk like in the past when Norman was involved in these world tours it was all talk and they never closed the deal and got anything done so really until until they do close the deal and get something done, I'm still a skeptic. But it's Bryson again taking a shot at the media, um, which he seems to be, uh, you know, uh, the the media's pincushion by his own doing. But well, he, he, he apparently he considers the media anybody who's on the internet, you know. So uh, show me show me the mainstream media who were writing that. He's going to the Saudi tour. And, you know, New York Times write that? USA Today write that? I don't think so. He is saying that this is his absence from Riviera is purely due to injuries, his left hand and hip, uh, that forced him to withdraw two weeks ago from the Asian tours Saudi International. Interesting that, that uh, you know, injuries do seem to be plaguing Bryson, which is a whole nother conversation. Yeah, it's hard to figure. It's not like he swings hard. Ha! How could you predict that he might get hurt? He doesn't swing hard. He takes just like another Julius Boros. Hit it hard, swing easy. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate because he is he is the big attraction on the PGA Tour with Tiger Woods out of action and Phil, you know, shows up every once in a while. He, I mean, no, those two guys are still in a class by themselves, but of everybody else, DeChambeau is the only guy, you know, when he plays, he gets written about and talked about every day. And you can't say that about Justin Thomas or Jordan Spieth or, you know, Rory's almost in that class. Well, I might, I might put John Rahm in there. I don't know. Nobody's no. From a publicity standpoint, no, not even close. From I mean, there's two cat. I'm talking about uh, the public's interest in certain individuals and their interest in Tiger and Phil and Bryson, and then it drops a big drop to you know the the top players of the day, which are yeah, Ron and Rory. Uh, Ricky would still be in there if he was playing well, uh, amazingly. I don't think people are that excited about Cantlay. Uh, they like George Spieth. Kepka's maybe in there. And then there's another drop to the next year where you have guys like 
good players, Justin Thomas and everybody else who's a good player and playing well. Uh, but, you know, they're, 30,000 people are not going to come pouring out to a golf tournament just because John Rahm signed up. And he might get there. I mean, he keeps winning. He's, he's great. I mean, I'm not talking about his ability or his personality. He's a great guy. I like him. I think everybody does. But he hasn't been up there long enough for the public to really, you know, get to know him and get attached to him. If I were to look down the, uh, the FedEx Cup standings right now, we're looking at Matsuyama, Hoagie, Gooch, Scheffler, M, List, Burns, Cameron Smith, and Patrick Cantley, and Max Homa. Uh, I, would ag- I would agree they're not going to move the needle a whole lot. Be, yeah, be still my heart. <laughs> well, speaking of my heart, I was rooting all the way for Scotty Scheffler to get the job done on Sunday. No, no offense, Patrick, but... Um, Great, great win by Scotty. I think uh, we've been waiting for him to break through. And he did so in grand fashion at the WM Phoenix Open. Yeah, what's what's with that? The new panache of the Wasted Management <laughs> Classic. Yeah, exactly. It ruins that. Maybe, you know, maybe that nickname is exactly why. Maybe the they wanted to get away from that. Well, you know. They didn't do such a good job with all those beer cans being hurled on the green at 16, yeah. did they? No. Yeah, just, just like Kentucky Fried Chicken had to get away from the word fried because it's not healthy enough. They didn't change the product. They just got the word fried out of the title. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's marketing. Uh, but getting back to Scheffler, I, I was just rooting for somebody to win before the football game started. Eddie Scheffler, I think, at the Ryder Cup really proved that uh, he could get it done. I think the big question, you know, we've seen before, he's got that funny footwork and he's got that shot going way the heck left occasionally, and he's not the world's greatest putter a lot of the time. So uh, I, it would have been great if he would have made the putt in the last hole to win not go to playoff, but he can't have everything. He got the win, and he's got that off his back. He didn't have to worry about it. it yeah, he's, he's a guy who's going to be around, no question. Is he going to win 30 times? Uh, probably not, but he's going to win more tournaments, and he's he's a threat to win a major. He's got the game. So it's fun to see a guy like that. He's just like Canley. There's two guys who they're, they're not going anywhere for the next 10 years, so get used to This week is the Genesis Invitational. And we know Tiger Woods uh, is there, not as player, but as the tournament host. And he met with the media yesterday. Uh, I guess not a whole lot of news coming out of that, other than Tiger said he's frustrated with the, uh, with the recovery process. It's not going as fast as he would like. And uh, as we discussed this a few times on the show, you know, getting into – competition shape, Gary, you know, is uh, way different than riding in a cart and playing with his son, Charlie, at the PNC in December. Well, that's, that's right, and he's, and even that was a flat golf course, you know. Look, the big question is, he's, you know, if there's one tournament Tiger Woods wants to play, it's the Masters. So, I, I still wouldn't rule him out. Obviously, he's trying to keep expectations low. He likes to do that. He's making it clear that 
walking five, six, seven days in a row, or maybe even walking 18 holes on a hilly course like Augusta is out of the question. But uh, he hasn't said he's not playing. He's just keeping expectations low. So, look, Tiger's, you know, given us half-truths and less a lot. We, we, all we know about him is what he tells us. So we have to take it at face value and, and go with it. But he's recovering slowly. It doesn't sound like he's going to be ready to play the Masters. Or if, I mean, who knows if he's going to be ready to really compete for titles or just show up and play some tournaments and, and be Tiger. So those are things we're going to have to wait and see. But if, if he was really in bad shape, he would come out and say, yeah, there's no way I can play the Masters. He didn't say that. So everybody can, can keep the Tiger watch going a little while for April. You can keep it going because he hasn't. Until he says no, it's not over. I think it's interesting, you know, how many years have we been at the L.A. Open or the Genesis Invitational, whatever it's called now, and they, they couldn't draw they couldn't draw a field. I mean, it's it's a ping-pong match, and now the West Coast tournament's got really good fields, and I can only assume that's not going to bode well for the Honda Classic in Bay Hill in the next couple weeks because all these guys are playing in Saudi Arabia, and then they're playing in the West Coast. You know, something's got to give. These guys got to take some weeks off. So uh, I'm I'm sort of expecting to not see as such great fields like we used to normally get at at Honda. I used to really get a good feel as the first event in Florida, and then Bay Hill is a week. A lot of guys now are taking off, but you know, then you got the players coming up. I mean, we're only a couple of weeks away from the players, and really the start of uh, I don't want to say that's the start of the major season, but that's the on-ramp to the major championship season. So uh, we're, about to, we're about to get jumped back into the thick of it. So for people like me up in Pittsburgh in the north, in the middle of winter, that's exciting. Well, you, you mentioned his readiness for the Masters. Uh, he was asked about, and this would be Tiger, if he could walk the par three contest. Uh, and he did not exactly answer that either, Gary. Yeah, I think he's obviously he'll, he's going to keep his options open. He doesn't want to box box himself in. If he says yes, then there's going to be a lot of stories. Tiger's coming back, and anything he anytime he opens his mouth, whatever he says, it's news, even if it's a non-statement. So uh, he's probably not sure. I'll be I'd be surprised if between now and April he doesn't go up to Augusta and secretly sneak out there and see what he can do, see how, see how far he can walk. I mean, or maybe maybe he already knows, you know, he can't really do that. He doesn't doesn't want to announce it yet. I, I, don't, I don't know. We, look, it's Tiger. All we can do is guess, and that's kind of a waste of time. He'll, he'll, he'll do what he's going to do. But, yeah, he, again, he didn't rule it out. He didn't say I'm, I'm going to – he didn't say I'm not going to play. Well, so, he, uh, obviously, he, he would like to play if he could. So, yeah, I think he's hoping to – improve between now and then. I, I, I did note that he said that he hasn't seriously devoted much time to his longer clubs because the loading onto his back leg puts more torque and strain on his body. Um, 
So, you know, that seemed to give a little glimpse into where, where he is. He said, it's been tough, but I've gotten here, I've gotten this far, and I still have a long way to go. Each and every day is a fight, and I welcome the fight. Get up in the morning, let's go a few rounds. And, by the way, Tiger now uh, 46 years old, Gary, uh, turned 46 in December, so you got the age factor, too. He's just not healing as fast, which... I'm sure for a guy like Tiger, is frustrating. Yeah, well, as anybody, I wonder if anybody else who was 46 years old has ever won a Masters. Let me think. That would Tiger, be that would be one he'd like to match. Yeah, look, after his accident, it was probably not realistic to expect a normal person to come back from that and play golf and, and win and, and compete in majors and do anything. I mean, I, I honestly, I was concerned. I, I was worried that. He might not even be able to walk that well after that. So I'm happy for him that he's able to have gotten this far and can sort of have a normal life. And if he can't really compete at golf, he's still lucky to be where he is. So I, I don't know. I, it's, I don't. If you look at that accident and hear about the reports, it doesn't seem possible that a guy could go through that and come back and play golf in an era where you got to hit it to drive 320 yards to compete. The problem is he showed up with his son at the father-son tournament. And got us all in that hope mode again, didn't he? Well, he, hit it, he could hit it 300 yards. Now, you know, he played in a car. He can, so he, he's, he's made an incredible comeback to where he is. His best shots are good enough. The question is how many... How many can he? How many good shots does he have? What are his bad shots like? And physically, can he even get around the course for 18 holes, much less 72 holes? So you know, it's kind of like I hate to compare him to Hogan, but when Hogan came back, his big challenge was to to walk at 72 holes because he was he was hurting, and that's Tiger's one of Tiger's challenges too. It's you know, it's something that we're all interested in and. We're going to be trying to get figure out every. We're going to read into every comment and every facial expression, and we're going to watch him walk from the first tee to the clubhouse at Riviera. And yeah, we're we're in, we're interested in trying to figure out where he is. But it's it's a heck of a struggle. If anybody can do it, it's him. And that's about all we really know. Well, they got a heck of a leaderboard out in a beautiful. Uh... Pacific Palisades, California, and we know the weather has been toasty warm uh, out there, so it should bode for a, a great week and weekend of golf. I think it's 19 of the top 25 playing in this field, so anybody on your radar? You've been to Riviera many times. Well, it's a, it's a weird course. It's maddening. It's a ball striker's course. Uh the Kikuya around the greens makes chipping tough. It's a little tougher to get up and down out there. So, and nobody, you know, nobody really goes out there and rolls in every putt. It's, it usually leads to kind of a, a log jam on the leaderboard. But I think you always, uh, it's a ball striker's course more so than a putting contest. So, to me, somebody like uh, Colin Morikawa would seem to be a pretty good pick. Um, or any you know anybody who's hitting it really well, so uh, it's not you're not going to save yourself with a putter like you are in some other courses. You gotta you gotta hit it straight and 
and, and be accurate with your iron. So, yeah, a good iron player, that, that's my pick. That's a that's a really good field for Riviera. They, they've got a lot of years when they didn't have it this such a good field, and uh, they've got a lot of years where but the fans don't, don't come out to watch at Riviera. So maybe this field will get the people back out there. That'll be a good thing to look for on TV this weekend. All right. Well, as always, we appreciate your time. Gary Van Sickle, check out all of his stories at si.com.